You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Election College, Episode 65, The 26th Amendment. In this episode, more Americans get the right to vote. Let's throw a political party. Face it, the political scene sucks, but did it always? It's time for Election College, and class is in session. Now, your hosts, Jason Goff and Ben Smith. Jason, uh, we try to hit amendments that really affect voting and elections in general. And the 26th Amendment definitely does that because it gives the right to vote to citizens who are 18 years of old and older. Yeah, this is really an interesting amendment. Not in that, okay, 18-year-olds can now vote, but it comes out of the 1960s where young people were out protesting, um, namely the Vietnam War, and they really made their voices um, they made their voices heard um, so much that the federal government did something about their voice. Right. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's pushed hard. It's supported pretty handily. Well, we'll get into all that. Let me read uh, the amendment for you first. The right of citizens of the United States who are 18 years of age or older to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of age. So there you go. That pretty much that simple. If you're 18 and above, you can vote. Yeah. And not only in a federal election, but that line or by any state is crucial in this discussion. So way back in 1941, Senator Harry Kilgore was like, hey, guys, we need to lower the voting age. Yeah. And Congress is like, okay, cool. No need to do anything with it. So, you know, it's Congress. Um, But... (laughs) Congress uh, didn't do anything with it, but the public interest then just kind of disappeared because nobody was talking about it anymore. It had been here and then gone. And um, some states, notably Kentucky and Georgia, had passed some measures to lower the, the voting age to 18. But as a whole, we don't really see see this gaining public support too much until 1954, where President Eisenhower steps up and says, okay, so um, we should probably let people who are 18 and older vote now because they're like adults and stuff. Yeah. And yet, that's how he said it, too. He said it like they're adults right. and stuff. <laughs> you sounded just like Ike. I was, I was uh-huh. like, man, Ben, you sound so presidential. You sound so war hero presidential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds like me. Yeah, so... Congress, uh, as Eisenhower was giving that State of the Union address back in 1954, they're like, man, he sounds so presidential. Let's not do anything about it. (laughs) So the 1960s roll around, and Congress 
and a lot of the state legislatures, they were like, oh no, people are starting to tell us we need to lower the voting age from 21 to 18. Yeah, and the Vietnam War is like a huge push, makes a huge push for the voting age because, I mean, there's a lot of people who are ineligible to vote, but they're being told they have to go fight in the war. And, you know, you've heard, I'm sure, a thousand times, and this is the rallying cry then, if you're old enough to fight, you're old enough to vote. And why don't we lower the the voting age? And I think a lot of people would then say, or we raise the fighting age. Like, there needs to be a consistent, if you can die for your country, you can vote for your country is kind of the idea here. Right. And this was really nothing original to the 1960s, because back during World War II, when FDR lowered the draft age for the military to the age of 18, people were saying this. Right. And in 1963, the there was a, a commission, the President's Commission on Registration and Voting Participation. And there's this report that goes to uh, to President Johnson, and they're like, hey, uh, you should consider lowering the voting age. And he he didn't do it. Yeah. It's always easier said than done when it comes sure. to when it comes to government, because you did have more and more states saying, "Yeah, this this seems right." You know, eighteen that that, that should be it. So in nineteen sixty five, Congress passes a law that says you cannot have racial discrimination in voting, and that's all well and good. Uh, you have Congress passing a law, yay, but there's really nothing that can be done on the state level. So you've got federal legislation saying, hey, nationally, 18-year-olds can vote. And Richard Nixon was like, hey, Ted, uh, I know you want to amend the voting rights in 1965 to include federal, state, and local elections, but is that really constitutional? Right. So Kennedy and Nixon are on the side of, yes, 18-year-olds should be able to vote. It's just, how do we get that done? Right, yeah. And so we see Oregon versus Mitchell. And this is, um, this is really important in this, in this Voting Rights Act uh, in the amendment. Because we've got Ted Kennedy, Senator Ted Kennedy, uh, yes, the younger brother of JFK and RFK, arguing that well, there's this clause in the 14th Amendment, and it's called the Equal Protection Clause. And well, the, you know what he's saying is this allows Congress to pass national legislation, and we can lower the voting age that way. Right. And Nixon is like, no, Ted. Um, the issue isn't whether the voting age should be lowered, but how. Nixon said that discriminating because of age would be a really big stretch of what the 14th Amendment states. So he was thinking, Nixon was thinking, yeah, the Supreme Court could actually overturn that Voting Rights Act because of that being too far removed from what the 14th Amendment actually says. Right. Right. And so because of that, states are still able to maintain 21 years of age as the voting age. And uh, this is in state and local elections. However, <laughs> they have to set up and, and establish separate um, documents and uh, ways for people who are between 18 and 20 years old 
to vote in federal elections. So it's kind of a mess at, the, at, at one point for a few years. Yeah. So there is some opposition uh, for this proposed amendment at the time because lowering the voting age from 21 to 18, I mean, that's an entirely different demographic when you think about it. You've got primarily college students, um, you know, and that idealism, that more progressive way of thinking, that's going to be a part of elections now. And these kids are just not mature enough to have an impact to have a say they can fight but to have a say Mm. yeah Mm, nope sorry and i think a lot of that opposition it's interesting because it came from both parties and a lot of times when when we have a discussion about oh we should make it so more people can vote a lot of the opposition comes from whichever party opposes the positions held by that group of people but you see opposition from both sides which is strange but uh, needless to say, here in a minute, at least, the uh, the opposition was pretty low. So uh, at least as far as there weren't a whole lot of people opposing things, as we'll see. Right. So in 1970, Congress votes and they say, yes, that Voting Rights Act of 1965, we are extending it. And now how in the world are we going to make this law? Right. And so the um, the 26th Amendment. They draft that and uh, get it through and pass it, and they send it to the state legislatures for consideration, and ratification begins. Ratification starts on March 23rd, 1971, and is done and passed by July 1st, 1971. This is quite a difference from every other ratification <laughs> that's ever happened. Because it's the fastest one that's ever happened. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because actually the next amendment to pass was first proposed like by the founding fathers and was uh-huh. finally written into the constitution like in 1992 or something like that. So <laughs> not every amendment uh passes, you know, in the span of a couple of months. Sure. Yeah, and of course we do have some uh, some states that didn't ratify right away. They ratified a little later, but it didn't matter because, you know, it already passed. And um, South Dakota finally getting on their game back in 2014, uh, passing this amendment. So good on you, South Dakota. Um, forgot you existed. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's just so sad because I never think about South Dakota. Oh, Mount Rushmore? Or, I know. North Dakota is in my mind and, and there's even less there. Oh. That's horrible. I know. My it's Speaking kind of funny because my state of Kentucky lowered uh-huh. the voting age down to eighteen, you know, years before this, and they still have never ratified it. Right. So yeah. I you know what I envision, Ben, and this isn't exactly the same because this is a little bit bigger of a deal than just a law or a bill becoming a law. Uh-huh. Is you know, the you know, I'm just a bill, I'm only a bill. Um from Schoolhouse Rock. Yep. And and he's just running feverishly from both houses. But he doesn't just go and sit on the steps of the Capitol. He's got to run from the Senate to the House. He's got to run down Constitution Avenue, down to the White House. And then he's got to run all over the place to get all these states to ratify, to get the 38 states to to sign off on him. Right. And there he is. Yeah, it's... 
it's a long process typically. And uh, it could be faster, but of course there's discussion and opposition and things like that. Um, but yeah, this one is not a long process. This one just happens. And uh, the the states that, you know, the, the, the few states afterwards that brought it in, it's great for them to acknowledge it, but they weren't even necessary for it to pass. So it's um, it's pretty crazy how quickly it passed, especially, like Jason said, when you've got, we've still got amendments on the books that were written by our early country's fathers. And uh, yeah, they're still not passed and we'll, we don't know if they ever will be. Yeah. Like one of them is about um, if a foreign government gives you a title, like a noble title, uh-huh. like boom, you're no longer an American. <laughs> so, you know, England says, hey, Sir Ben, and you become Sir Ben. It's like, see ya. Of course, Sir that's, Ben, the non-American. Yeah, but that hasn't been ratified yet. So, no. uh, I have a feeling you're fine. Won't. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, if I ever get knighted, I'll be good. Then. That would be awesome. I would love to call you Sir or Lord or something like that. You can call me that. That's fine. How come, like, in America, we don't have a thing like that? Or do we? I don't we? know. I don't know. I'm a colonel. Yeah. That's about... That's Kentucky. I mean, come on. That's not, like, the whole nation. Right. Yeah. We don't have anything like that. I guess it's just yeah. because we're, like, equal. We're we're equal. Sure. With everyone. We're, we'll... We are the government and all that. So, I, I was thinking about this, um, this whole equality thing uh-huh. and voting. And... We've got the survey that we're getting ready to close, but it's still going on, and we've had some awesome responses, and the survey is all about the future of the podcast. What are we going to do? What in the heck are we going to do after the 2000, well, you could say the 2012 or the 2016 election? What in the world are Jason and Ben going to talk about? And we want to hear from you, our listeners, about what we should do. Yeah, we've had a great response so far, and we really want to thank everybody for that. If you go to electioncollege.com slash survey, you can take that survey and uh, help influence the future of the show, help influence other shows that uh, we're going to plan on doing. But uh, we're, we're really impressed with the response so far, and would encourage you to just go ahead. And if you're listening to this anytime, uh, probably before March of 16, um, go ahead and get your vote in. And um, that's what it's all about, right? Voting. Yeah. And um, you'll be able to influence the, the direction of the show. Yeah. And while you're on the survey, there at the bottom, there's an opportunity for you to make your vote public by giving us a star rating. And hey, how about it? Why don't you leave us a review? We really appreciate those. Absolutely. We'd love to connect with you about this subject or any others, uh, especially pertaining to uh, elections in the United States. If you want to hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, you can find us at Election College on all those services. Yeah. And we are going to be back with you in just a few days talking about the crazy 70s. I know I'm excited about it. Ben, I hope you have an awesome weekend. Hey, thanks. You too. Thanks. See you next time. <laughs>